everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters, the Wolf of Wall Street. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you uh, enjoying today, beverage-wise? I am terrific, and I'm having a nice, uh, uh, what is this, pint? No, yeah, 750 milliliters of a tasty beer in Cooperstown, New York. It's Oma Gang. Henny Pin Farmhouse Sison. Oh, so you got a big bottle. Yeah, big one. Oh, See, I nice. figured I was getting six packs. Yeah. But then I was committed to drinking this beer that I didn't even know if I was going to like. You know? Right. Oh, so, well, you uh, can't can you do your mix your own six packs? Don't you do that? See, you can't. You could do that in New York. Right. Uh, at like a Dwayne Reed, but they don't have like crazy beers. Uh, here, the places that have like great beers, you have to get the six pack. Oh, see, where I, I mean, I'm in New Jersey, so it's definitely not a Jersey thing. Uh, it's not like Jersey doesn't allow it, but I, no, go, I, I make my own six packs all the time. I love it that way because then I get to try six different beers. Yeah, I wish. And I usually buy like the variety pa- 12 packs. I love the variety 12 mm. packs. Even Sam Adams, you know. I was going to uh, say, Sam, uh, what's that one? Uh, River Horse. River yeah, Horse, I love, yeah. I, I'm I, a big fan of River Horse. I have, uh, I'm not drinking it because I told you I'm not drinking beer this month or any alcohol. I try not to. Of course, I can't make any promises to myself or anybody else because who knows? I love my alcohols. Is, isn't your vacation this month? My vacation's next month in July. Oh, really? Yeah. I think you have to update the calendar then. Why? No, it's in July. Your vacation's in June. I, I know when my vacation is. Oh, you're right. It is. Yours yeah. is July 3rd. Ah, because you know what? When they show the calendar, it has one, two, three, four. It has six weeks in yeah. one view. Interesting radio. So before we get started, uh, if you have any questions about personal finance, shoot us an email with your question or just to say hello. Listen, money matters at gmail.com. That is our email address. And uh, today's catchphrase is the Wolf of Wall Street. And that was sent to us by at Money Ramblings on Twitter, which is exactly where we want you to send them. Twitter, our handle. I think you're going to say it's exactly what we do, Money Ramblings. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, true, true. Uh, our Twitter account is at Money Matters Man, even though there's two of us. And if you want to know the right way to say it, you have to watch <coughs> our rap video. Yeah. Because it's, it's, Matt says it's so ghetto-licious. Oh, that, okay. You know what? That's a huh. good I, That's a good plug, because I want to bring that back up. Yeah. Because mm. it's Money Matters Man, comma, Money Matters Man. Like, listen, comma, Money Matters. Yeah, listen. Comma, money matters, comma, man. Comma. Uh, yeah, uh, for any of you guys who have just got turned on to this podcast, have just recently started listening to us, and thank you for uh, listening to us, and we hope so far you're enjoying the show. But if you're new, uh, or maybe if you're old, because we started this pod. well, I don't know, we started this podcast before the rap video came out, so uh, we did mention it before on the on the show, but we do have a rap video. <coughs> I'm coughing. We do have a rap video. It's called All My Money, and uh, Andrew and I did it in New York City, and it's black and white, and it's catchy, and it will, it will get stuck in your head. Uh, but I think it's pretty good. I think you guys should check it out. And if you go to listenmoneymatters.com slash all dash my dash money, that's where you'll <laughs> find it. Also, you can go to the budget section on our website, and you, it'll appear right there. And, yeah, I- of course, we'll include it in the show notes. Just real quick, I just want to say I thought it was really clever or good timing that there was one clip where you had a stock ticker going by and you caught the stock ticker that said cash. Oh, did I? I I don't even even know if you planned it that way. I was just like, wow, like he must have went through like 
10 minutes of video you trying know, to maybe, find... I, maybe I did, and I just don't remember that I was so All right, clever. no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You I was clever. definitely clever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so today, we're going to do something sort of different, kind of not really, but uh, we are going to start a new segment called Five Questions, and we are going to answer five questions from you guys, from the listeners, mm. and these are sent in to us via email. Uh, there's also some questions that are sent to us via Facebook, which is our facebook.com slash listen money matters. And they're sent to us via Twitter, money matters, man at money matters, man. They're also sent to us on the comments on our blog. You, there's many ways to contact us and we want you to use anyone who's asked anyone who's asked a question and everyone Mm -hmm. gets a reply. Uh, some a little longer than others. Some people also give a hell of a lot more details that require, you know, you to answer very longly. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guarantee a longly answer anyways. But. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go and read these questions. Andrew, has you have already answered these listeners' questions. Yeah, so these are all people we've answered, but uh, <laughs> we'll just kind of like talk about them. Yeah, yeah and we'll just re-answer them on the show, and uh, hopefully people can learn from it. So cool. let's start with question number one. Should add some sort of music. I, I think I might add music to this episode. If you hear music to this episode, then I've decided that I, that's what I was going to do. And if you didn't, then I agree with you. Matt is really fucking lazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's not as clever as he says he is. So this first question, question number one, comes from Dylan from California. I currently have around $30,000 in an emergency fund sitting in a savings account at Wells Fargo. I want to start moving that into a Betterment account like you guys recommend, so I'm growing my money and not losing to inflation. I've heard you guys say that I should trickle that money out of my savings account slowly and not all at once. How much would you recommend transferring monthly into a Betterment account until the emergency fund is fully relocated? I'm considering $1,000 to $2,000 a month, but I would appreciate any direction you might have. Uh, This is an interesting question. Thank you, Dylan, from Mm -hmm. California. Thank you for that question. Uh... This is interesting because I get asked this question a lot, and I don't really know the answer to it. I say, "Hey, you should probably email Andrew." <laughs> and, and like my brother comes in, how much you know? He's got X amount of dollars in a savings account, and thirty thousand dollars is a lot. And I think he's definitely Dylan has more than my brother does. Mm. Sorry, Dan, but he uh, he's like, "How much should I be moving over a month?" Now I have a Betterment account, and I'm putting in five hundred dollars a month, which is really not that crazy. And I also have $1,000 sitting in a savings account with Ally, and you said I should be moving that over. Yeah, yeah, that makes no sense. And I could no probably sense. do that in one foul swoop, right? I could just, boom, $1,000. Depends right how there. much is in it. $1,000. Oh, okay, yeah. So for you, that, that makes sense. All right. So how much do you recommend, Dylan? So uh, I think that if I just said an arbitrary number, uh, you should rightfully be angry at me because it's not the same for everyone. Sure. So I had followed up with Dylan and I asked him uh, how much he makes uh, and how much he, he generally saves a month. Um, and I think he said he winds up saving about $1,100 a month. Uh, and so I said that uh, if you just put that money directly into Betterment, you would never, I mean, you would never reduce your savings account, but you also don't want to go crazy in. Um, so I basically said, just take whatever you save and double it or like 2.5 times it. And that's what you should contribute. So um, we agreed for him that uh, he should put in $2,500 a month. Wow. So, because he has his 30000 that's sitting there. Yes. So every month, 
roughly a thousand will come from his monthly savings, and roughly fifteen hundred will come from his already long term savings. Uh-huh. So he'll be pulling from both, finally into betterment. And uh, oh, I think it was over the course of like fifteen months, roughly. I forget exactly what it is. Uh, then he'll he'll have worked out of his savings account. And 15 months is a very long time. Tons of things can happen. Yeah. So that's a great slow drip. Do you think it's worth uh, maybe not putting everything in the betterment and start, you know, maybe set up a brokerage account and put some money into a Roth IRA and put some money into maybe diversify it a little bit more instead of dumping everything in betterment? You know, uh, actually, this guy, this uh, guy, Dave, had emailed me. Um, kind of along those lines, he has he has seventy k sitting on the sidelines. Wow! Yeah, and and uh, he has a great situation actually. So I was yeah. pretty excited to, yeah. to talk to him about that's it. That's fun because that's just money. You like, all right, what can we do with this money? Exactly. I'm like, well, let me tell you my strategy. Right, so yeah. it was cool. And and one of the things uh, I, I I sat and I thought about, and I was like, uh, how much betterment is a good amount of betterment how much is too much betterment yeah that's a good and, question yeah and like when is the diverse the diversification line and so i told him cuz he had 70k um and and based on his income and stuff i said put 20 to 30 into betterment consider Percent. that your 20 to 30,000 dollars okay. into betterment consider that your quote unquote emergency fund okay. and then never contribute to betterment ever again unless you withdraw from it and then what will happen is it'll grow over time. It'll become a lot of money, but the rest of his money he's going to put in like Vanguard funds and other things that that I talked about with him. So mm-hmm. I think uh, twenty to thirty thousand is a good amount for betterment, and then it's worth diversifying and trying other things. So that was for that dude. Well, let me ask a question just to get mm-hmm. this straight. Yeah, you have a formula for this. So uh, you know, Dylan has thirty grand. And you said two point five. Explain the two point five calculation. So, yeah. So if he uh, his monthly salary after his expenses, he saves roughly a thousand dollars a month. Right. Okay. And that would be something that would normally go into a quote unquote savings account, which is where but, he got the thirty grand from. Right. But okay. but we're agreeing that um, we're going to replace Betterment with a savings account because. Okay. You might as well just leave it in your checking account if, if you yeah. don't want whatever. So that $1,000 goes into Betterment. And then we want to slowly drip out of his savings account so we don't poorly time the market. Mm-hmm. And so when I say, um, I'm sorry, not it would be, yeah, two times his savings. I think I, I, think I said it wrong. Where like uh, he would pull 1000 out of his monthly savings and then 1000 out of his long-term savings account or 1500 out of his long-term savings. So I actually misspoke. It'd be like, okay, so he's taking, so he's saving a thousand dollars every month, right? <laughs> so he's taking that money, put it right in a betterment, like skipping the whole Wells Fargo process. Mm-hmm. Then he has $30,000 sitting in an account. He's going to take $1,500 a month and put that into betterment. So in, right. in betterment, he's putting in $2,500 a month. Right. And actually until, I did until, the $30,000 is fully relocated, and then he's continuing to put in $1,000 a month in the betterment. Right. Okay. And uh, I actually didn't misspeak. Uh, 2.5 times is, is like the, the total. It's- All right. So, but, but what about somebody like me, right? Who, mm-hmm. uh, no, bad, bad example. I'm a bad example. 
Maybe he doesn't. Let's say, what if? What if you don't have? I, I, I don't think you're a bad example because I think there are many people that are not income secure, and you are not necessarily income secure. So I think that. Right. All right. Well, your, then we'll your situation do both. is interesting. Well, we'll hmm. do both because I don't want to spend too much time on it. But uh, how much do you think five hundred dollars is enough for me to put put in a betterment for what I make? You know what I make. Yeah. Which is um, practically jack shit. I I think. Uh, you're you're in a bit of a tight spot, and yeah. you've taken Give quite me an a example. lifestyle. How about this? What percentage of my monthly income should I be putting in the betterment? Uh, I think that you should save. Yes, you should, like I, I think like the gold standard is to save fifty percent of your take home. If you Jesus. if you hit if you hit that, like I'm saying, gold standard. Okay, right. Um, so for you, I think you should at least try and save like 20 to 25%. Okay. And I think that of that, at least half, probably more should go into betterment. All right. So if I bring home $3,000 this month, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to times that by 0.25%. I should be putting in $750 a month into betterment or I'm sorry, I should should be be saving saving. $750 Mm -hmm. a month and then putting how much into betterment? Of that seven fifty, uh, I would say like I forget what I just said, but I would say like at least half. Okay, so all right, that's fine. I mean, I think you should be putting more than that. You should be putting, uh, say like three quarters because. And then where's the rest of it should go? Sits in your checking account until you hit your threshold of like two to three months expenses. So an emergency is, fund. No, but see, that's the thing is is your unique situation. Someone like me, I'm I keep roughly one to one and a half months expenses in my checking account and everything else goes into an investments. You, on the other hand, one month you'll make 3000, another month you'll make 1000, then you may make one and a half. And so it, it is more variable for you. So it's important for you to keep more on hands so you don't have to withdraw from your investments. All right. But what about somebody like Dylan who maybe has a steady job? Do you think he should deplete all of that $30,000 into and put it into Betterment? Or do you think he should keep some in there for uh, an actual emergency fund? So uh, his Betterment account is the emergency fund. The checking account is to cover monthly expenses. So at the end of the month or whenever your credit card bill arrives, it will be X. And the goal of your checking account is to cover X plus rent. Okay. And the rest should be, for the most part, the rest should be in betterment. Okay. Or, or something that you could pull in and out of quickly. Do you think that adequately, adequately answers the question? Yes, like okay. five times over. All right. Then let's move on to question number two. And this is from Robbie from Virginia. We know who Robbie is. He was on the show. He was on the show. Uh, his email was, I just listened to the podcast and had a question about zero APR cards. Right. Uh, I got a Capital One Quicksilver card with no interest until January 1st of 2015. Does that mean no interest on any purchases made before January 2015? If my bill comes on the 12th of, the, of this month and I don't use the card at all, after December 30th, am I going to be charged interest because I have a balance after December 1st, even though my bill is not due till the 12th? I could just pay it off in December and not use it again, but would it? But I would also be losing the cash back for any purchases made after mid-December. So I, um, I'm so confused by this question. Yeah, so I, I had to read a couple of times too. Okay. And, and B saying, he's, 
asking like two, maybe two and a half questions. Uh, one, um, he doesn't understand how the interest works on a 0% APR card, which okay. we will talk about in a second. And um, I mean, actually, that that's basically it. And he asked it in multiple ways. Like, for example, when he says, uh, you know, he could just never use it again after December, but he wants the, the cash back rewards. Sure. Um, it just implies that he doesn't understand how, how it works. So this is how a 0% APR card works. You sign up, they say, up and until X date, in his case, January 1st, 2015, you have no interest. Right. Now, that doesn't mean that you buy your giant TV and wait a year and a half and then you pay it off because then you will actually incur interest. And this is where they get you. Right. Because you need to, you need to make a payment every month, at least the minimum payment. Yes. So he could owe $3,000 on the card, and he could carry that balance for the most part till January 1st, 2015. But he has to at least pay the $20 or $30, minimum, whatever the minimum. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, he will get an interest charge of the entire balance mm-hmm. for that month. Right. And this is why they offer these rates. Yeah, as soon as you, as soon as you fuck up. As soon as you fuck up. You get charged with a ton of interest. You need to miss but one payment. But one payment. <laughs> but one payment to really screw your shit up. Right. And so, and then if he if he were to pay it all off by December thirtieth, look, um, I would say there's no you motivation. S- you know, people say could. that. People say that they'll do that, and then they don't. You know. Yeah. Uh, what I did with my bed when I bought my king size bed was I had uh, no interest for an entire three years, mm. and I pay and the minimum payment. Uh, was the you know if I paid them basically what I did was I divided it out and and found out how how long it would in three years what my monthly payment would be in order to pay off the bed and I just paid right. that which was sixty dollars right so I paid automatically taken out of my checking account sixty dollars a month uh on that card so that way I was never late and it would have been paid off before the end of three years and it was paid off like it ended up like I actually the math ended up. Uh, I was able to pay it off earlier than that, and then I, I think I got like when I once it got down to like four hundred dollars left on the card. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna pay it because whatever, mm. just get it done. I remember you had told me this on a previous episode. Yeah. I never even thought about that. I, I was very much paid off immediately, but I like so much. I actually did that with my uh, kitchen. Yeah, where I just divide it out and it'll just pay automatically. And right. I mean, it's simple. Just forget about it. Yeah, right. because it winds up being such a small, meaningless number. Yeah, and if you could automate it, like you know, sixty dollars, like you're. You're not gonna miss that. Just don't go to a bar that one night cool. and buy shots for everyone. So that answers that question. Yeah. Cool. Question number three. Let's move through this. Woo! Chris from Tennessee writes, I disagree. Oh, wait, hold on. Before so, I so yeah, this is not a question. <laughs> okay. This is we said some things, or, or I think I said some things, and he doesn't agree. So I thought it might be interesting to not only, you know, teach, but also debate a little bit. Sure. I disagree with the stance of paying off debt over investing in what to do first. Uh, okay, I now I get it. Uh, some of the main reasons I disagree were first your argument about the market the market possibly having a down year. This makes little to no difference. Any money that is invested should be invested with a time horizon of at least five years. So, oh, hold on, I think I. So, so okay, what are, you, what are you saying is 
Uh, cause we, we, we advocate that you should pay down your debts first yes. and that your debts are an emergency yes. and once they're taken care of, then you invest. Yes. I, That's I, what we advocate. I, yeah. And I personally agree with that. Yes. And he is saying, um, and the email was much longer, but sure. I wanted to kind of parse out the question, but he well, was basically it's not really a question. Saying, it's just a statement. I mean, yeah, it's a statement, a disagreement. He's saying that mathematically, blah, 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 when you pull it out over time, it'll actually be more effective for you to invest. Than to pay off your debt. Right. Right. And, and, and I think also it's fair to assume that we are not discussing credit card debt. We're discussing things like student mortgages and, you know, oh, uh, student okay. loans. Stud- okay. Uh, well, I'm sorry, not mortgages. We're, we're discussing student loan. I think I, that's... I'm sorry. I, I still... Uh, besides a mortgage, student loan debt and credit card debt are, to me, like, I don't know how to... I, credit card debt, yes. Look, and there's no way idiot. mathematically you'll beat it in the market because no. credit card debt's like Ridiculous 19 not, yeah. for good credit people. It's like 24 for... And shitty. right now, student loans are like six sitting at 6%, right? I mean, the market's not much more than that Yeah, if you so, follow the overall market. So we're saying on average it's going to do seven percent, and like last year it did thirty percent, but this year it probably will not do near. I mean, it will not do nearly as well, but might not even make seven. Who knows? So I mean, I, here's the, here's the argument though. Do you think somebody should be investing while also aggressively paying down their student loan debt? I think they need to focus on the student loan debt, and and for a plethora of reasons. And I think there's got to be some saving during that time, though. No. Yeah, so is there's it, if it's th- possible. So look, the, there's some savings, um, but uh, well, let's let's talk about like meaningful amounts of money. I think, um, and you know what? Generally, no, I, I really think you just need to pump it into the debt because yeah. here's the thing, Matt. Like uh, five, where he said five years. Uh, you know, investor should be in a time horizon of five years. So you're going to be shouldering this debt for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, five years ago, I was a child. I, I barely could make good decision, decisions in my life, you yeah. know, and who knows? In, in five more years, I something may happen to me mm-hmm. or I may lose my job and decide to become a fisherman or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a good career path. Yeah. So, but the thing is, is like, uh, yeah, the investments will grow and sure, but your situation will change. Five years is a long time um, and most debt, uh, will grow quicker than you can than your investments can grow because your debt is a larger amount. Mm-hmm. So um, that that that's one thing, and uh, the other thing is, uh, I mean that's that's basically it. I'm basically saying that there it is possible that in five years you may have to withdraw for some reason, and it could be that you started at. 2007 yeah right so plus five years you the market might not even be up to where you started from you know what i mean so you still disagree with chris yeah and we we had a very long back and forth email and we've then switched to debating other topics well good right which yeah by the way if you want to debate with me also email me but yeah no we're not we're not we're not uh this this show is for you guys yeah seriously uh all right I'm, 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 yeah, I'm still on the debt wheel as well. I'm still on the debt train. Like, pay that debt off. Basically, the reason why we say the debt is the emergency, whatever, is because at the end of the day, if you didn't invest and you kept it all under your mattress, it would not be such a terrible thing. 
Obviously, you will not be getting to your goals anywhere near as quickly. Mm-hmm. But if you don't address your debt, it could really F your life up. Yeah. And from my heart to your heart, I want it. I want you to be in a good shape. And so. here's the thing. Uh, if there's any lessons we've learned from Game of Thrones, personal finance wise, you just follow the Lannisters. A Lannister always pays his debt. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Right? Uh, I like that. Boom. <laughs> I'm at the mother of dragons. That's right. Khaleesi. I never get burned. Oh, my God. <laughs> Question number four comes from now. Before I say her name, her, Christian. Mm-hmm. Kristen or Christian? Christian Christ, or Christian? Christian? Yeah, I think so. From Australia. Hello, mate. Is that even close? <laughs> I don't even know if that's close. <laughs> Hello, chap. No, I don't know. Yeah, what another trip from down under. All right, whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to. I love Australia. I watch legit. Love Jim Jeffries. And your neighbors I, uh, in the north, the Kiwis. I love uh, Reese Darby. I, I proposed to my wife in in Sydney. Did you really? Yeah, on on this uh, hill, it's like the the highest what the hell point. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like there's a gazebo up there. It's like this highest point in Sydney. And you could see the Opera House. It's like right there. I didn't even know you were in Australia. Yeah, you, dude, I, I wrote a. I thought you read all my posts, man. Oh, well, I mean, I, I knew you went to Hungary. <laughs> no, I didn't go to Hungary. I went to Turkey. Turkey. I knew it was a food. <laughs> you, must, you, you must be hungry. I'm hungry for turkey. <laughs> and you had some turkey earlier. I, I did a Groupon for uh, Australia, and uh, the trip was actually the same price as it would have been if I just bought round trip airfare. How long was the flight? Um, like, very it's like long. super long, like 24 hours or something. It, shit it like was that, right? uh, it was direct, and it was I want to say you know I don't remember. I want to say it was like not 22 hours. It was it was really okay. up there. Was, I did you, sing. I did Singapore, and I think we stopped in Hong Kong first, uh-huh. and it was like 18 or 17, and it was longer than that. Uh, have you ever seen – are you a fan of Lost, the show? Uh, yeah. Uh, did you watch that before you left? Because like that's where they, they come from, Australia, on the way home. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's shit like that. Okay. Anyway, her question is uh, – uh, well, okay. It starts at – my question is here in Australia. Banks do not – banks now allow you to open a trading account linked to your checking account so I can buy and sell shares through my personal bank. Do you think it's better to go with Vanguard or stick with my bank? So, first of all, it's awesome. That is awesome because it's like literally encouraging them to make good financial decisions. Yes. Which, imagine if Bank of America tried to do that instead of constantly F us over. Well, Fidelity does, right? Fidelity does. Fidelity is like the I, – I'll advocate them to the end. Yes. We, they pay us nothing, whatever. They treat me so well. Um, but they are an actual I, bank, and you can invest through them. Yes. They treat me checking. so well knowing that I'm just some nobody dude who – Can you yeah. invest with your checking account though? Or do you have to, um, you have to transfer it to a – You have to transfer yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think that's what she's implying. Well, it I don't know. It's, it's linked. It's, oh, linked. Okay, sure. Yeah. So do you think it's better to go with Vanguard or stick with, stick with the bank? So uh, we also had a back and forth. Yeah. And um, so also for this question, it depends because if it is treated more 401k-ish where you can only invest in a finite amount of funds, uh-huh. it's highly likely that those funds will have very high uh, fees. Yeah. And then they kind of – that that – actually makes the most sense they do it because they want you to go into their funds, they make the fees, keep it within the house, yeah. you know. Um, 
but uh, it turns out that it was it was kind of true. Um, but the fees are higher, and so I, I advocated going with Vanguard because okay. they're just the fees are uber low. Yeah. And since she's from Australia, Betterment is not accessible there. Right. There's no better option than Vanguard. Okay. I think that's pretty cut and dry. Mm. The last question, question number five, is from Joe, and he's in Colorado. And this is a very simple one-liner. Do you think frugality is a trend right now? What do you think, Matt? Yes. That's it? Yep. Why? Because ever since 2008, people were forced to be frugal. And look what and look what's coming out, right? You have couponing shows. Look, there's a fucking television show about couponing. <laughs> A t- well, first of all, they'll put they'll make anything a TV show at this point. True. Uh, which drives me. Honey, nuts. Honey Boo Boo is a show, so don't get me started. What, what about the Duck Whistlers? <laughs> the Duck Whistlers—that's a better name for the show. <laughs> or Duck Whisperers. Duck Whistlers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you know you have uh people like Susie orman coming out and having her own t- television show there's a lot more uh financial tv you hot right. there <laughs> yeah i had opened the window you could yeah. hear the airplanes but yeah. i'm like literally sweating to death right. here. uh i do think frugality is a trend and i think uh it will go i think it's i think it's always a trend when the economy sucks mm. and then it goes away when the economy it it, it, it dies down when the economy's high a few years after the crash, people forget the crash happened. They're so the, their last check was so big, no problems in the world, and then uh, they get themselves. Yeah. How about this? Hmm. How about instead of tra- instead of what I think, in my opinion, is frugality a trend? Mm. And even Jim Cramer, the, he he thinks frugality is a trend. Not to say that you should listen to Jim Cramer or anything, because you shouldn't. But uh, I'm going to just type in the word frugal. Into Google Trends. I was just, I was like, I, I knew you were going to do that. So I added frugality. I want to add frugal as well. So we'll, so we'll get the uh, official. All right, frugality, right? I'm going to add save money. How about that? Okay, so frugality does not compare at all with frugal. Here's the thing, though. Hmm. Uh, save money definitely picked up in 2008. Let me see that one. Frugality is definitely up from 2005. What do you say? Save money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's definitely up. Yeah. What is that? It's Well, people don't type in the word frugal. It's almost double from 2005. Yeah. They don't, they don't, uh, they don't type in the word frugal. They're going to type in the word save money or, you know. Let's just say save. Well, that could be anything, dude. True, and actually, it doesn't really change that much. Actually, it should be it should be parentheses save money, so that people are typing it in. I thought it was in quotes. Yeah, that's what I meant. It's the same. It's the same. But yeah, so, save money so, is definitely saving money is definitely a trend. Not only is it a trend, do you, do you see where it is the most trend? It, like it is a it is it is a very big trend in the United States. Ninety nine. Out of 100 points, it's a trend. But 100 out of 100 points is a trend in the Philippines. Interesting. Which I think is interesting. Uh, what, what bother- interesting and completely useless fact. To go back, uh, what I think is is disturbing is I typed in the word debt reduction, and that has gone significantly down 
Really? Yeah. Maybe because people have been taking care of it. Well, that's the argument. Or it's less people are looking it up because... They just gave up? They gave up. They're just hiding in the, the mountains? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to interpret that one. How, how do we get our podcast to mountain men? <sighs> I don't know. I, I know that Jim Cramer had mentioned that he thinks a lot of people are paying off their debts. And you could argue that, well, that the... Well, the, there's graphs that show it. Consumer debt really? is way down, uh, but you know what is way up? It's like skyrocketing. Debt. Over a trillion dollars now, yeah. You're ridiculous. So I don't know if it's, that counts. I mean, that's still debt, man. It is still debt. Well, because I think what happened is people uh, lost their jobs or whatever. They graduated in like 2008, and then it's like, well, it sucks out here. Let me go back in. Yeah. Let's pile uh, the debt on. So that's the five questions. Yes, sir. If you like this episode, let us know by emailing us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. If you want to, if you want to, we, we will keep doing the five questions thing. I actually like mm. that. I was, I, it, it was, was fun. Like, yeah. A couple different topics. It's not just one specific topic. And we uh, have so many questions like, and you know what, if you want your question, well, I'll give you an email response to your question. We'll also talk about it on the air if it's good. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, and if you like the show, which I hope that you do because you're listening. Please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. I, look, look, there's nothing more important to us and the rise of our, our – our, uh, look, we want to help people with money, young people, old people, middle-aged people. People, people. People, people. It doesn't matter. We want to help you with money. We think this podcast is doing it. A lot of people are emailing in telling us that this has been helpful for them. Even if it's just a, for a means of inspiration, that's d- 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 awesome to hear. And – the, the way that you could help us, help you, is by leaving us a review on iTunes. Because what that does is it sends us up the charts in iTunes or in Stitcher or wherever you listen. And then we can beat Dave Ramsey. And we can beat Susie Orman. And we can crush Jim Cramer. Fuck yeah. Who wants to listen to those boring blowhards? No, I, I was look, just going to say blowhard. blowhard. <laughs> oh, Tobias, you blowhard. uh so i'm gonna read a review fantastic five stars from um yeah i'm gonna have a hard time reading these usernames they always crack me up because i don't know for some reason the itunes usernames are mine my username on itunes is knobskies 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 (laughs) because i thought that was a funny word and i made it like back in like 2004 this is uh i'm just gonna spell it out b c i s H A M. B C I S. Yeah. Biscus Ham. So if I, yeah, Bis Ham. If I would, hmm. whatever. Andrew and Matt do a great job making personal finance relatable, interesting, and keep it lighthearted. I really, and I have really enjoyed the daily podcast during May. It makes my daily commute entertaining and educational. Thank God, thanks, guys. Keep them coming, and we will keep them coming because we are doing a daily podcast forever and ever. <laughs> For as long as we can keep up this show, for as long as you keep writing us reviews, for as long as you keep emailing us your questions, we will continue to bring you this show every single day. We always talk about a money management tool called Mint. Not always, but every once in a while. More often than... They don't even pay us to do it. (laughs) So what we had to do was create a book called Mastering Mint, where we teach you how to use Mint in the best way possible. Uh, And it's an e-book. You download it. And you can find it at masteringmint.com. And it's like 105 pages. And it's got graphs. And it's got pictures. And it's got words that Andrew wrote. 
Uh, <laughs> so if you enter the promo code podcast, you will get $5 off. And last but not least, guys, if you want to learn more about personal finance, and we hope that you do, uh, you can check out new episodes of this podcast and all the things that we write at listenmoneymatters.com. So that's it. Thanks again for hanging out with us. And we look forward to the next episode. Woo! Later, Andrew. Later, man. <laughs>